0: I challenge everyone to talk about the above the line, below the line with their children, too, because the same thing could happen with the kids back up to the parents. They They could be having a bad day.
1: You're listening to The Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in
0: such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly.
1: All
2: right, you're listening to The Fly Guy Show, The Fly Guy Podcast. I'm your man, DJ Seiko Varner, and this is a special edition of The Fly Guy Podcast, live from the Sankofa. Welcome to the June Sankofa, the Sankofa is where we find each other, we connect with each other, we find out what everyone's doing, we go back, and we capture all this great energy, and we move into the future with it, so, the Sankofa Network, hashtag the Sankofa Network, okay, all right, Jazzy, time to start off with our first guest.
1: I'd like to turn my mic off y'all so i was just checking <laughs> oh well good evening good evening how are you
3: i'm awesome how are you i'm
1: doing well look at you with your natural hair girl rocking it That's great. natural girls rock right <laughs> all right so can you tell us a little bit about your organization and how it got all started sure um
3: my organization is hr mask oh hr mask and it stands for um, Hampton Roads, Mothers Against Senseless Killings. The M also stands for movement, men, any, anybody that's motivated to you know, take a stance against this movement. Um, I started this in honor of my son. Shaquille Turner, he was murdered last year in December. He was 25 years old um, due to gun violence. Uh, he was on his way home um, from work to pick up his fiance, and on his journey to pick her up, um, this coward stalked him down on the uh, Northampton Boulevard. Um, not only did he try to murder him uh, with the car, he also shot him, you know, with a gun, and then killed himself as well. Um, The advocacy that I do is to bring awareness, to uplift um, families. We are the voice for the lives that are lost and the families that are left behind. We outreach in the community um, to people that have lost their children um, or any member due to senseless acts. we have been on the move, of, I've spoken at different places, we've helped families that have lost you know, others by providing them resources, because like a lot of people don't know that there's a victim's fund. When you don't have the money to bury your loved one, um, we are connecting them with the right liaisons, um, we are doing fundraisers where we, we've helped the family that needed um, obituaries and food for the repast. And they want to see, like, the mother, the sister, the brother, the friends that are affected. So that's what we do. Um, we're also honoring three students because we believe in education. Um, lack of knowledge is you know not power so we're honoring three students two from hampton roads with a scholarship in honor of my son's name uh and it'll be at our gala august the 25th it's an all-white gala two from hampton roads and one from the eastern shore of virginia where i'm from hello eastern shore Yes, um, and I'm doing a lot of things. I'm working with government officials to amend laws, make changes. Um, our keynote speaker will be uh, on the 25th, Cliff Hayes, Delegate Cliff Hayes. He's involved and believes in what I'm doing. I'm working with Senator Kane's office to have like laws like intentional act. It's like if you go out here today and you decide you want to hit me with your car, um, your insurance company doesn't have to pay me if you kill me. They go through my insurance company. So there was a law that protects people like that. So we're trying to have um, things like mental illnesses amended, like the HIPAA Act. You can go out here and purchase a registered handgun and have a mental illness, and I feel that it's unfair. This young man that murdered my son had a mental illness. Um, And basically, um, I just could touch bases. Like right now, this room is filled with a bunch of people right now. And every 60 seconds, if you look around you, someone is dead by gunfire. It's affecting us in so many ways. It's affecting our children. Um, And I'm, I'm just out here to try to be an advocate for that as well. Uh, I don't know what I was doing.
1: <laughs> so, do you have any experience in the nonprofit world? What made you want to start a nonprofit? I know that, of course, uh, trauma <laughs> made you want to start uh, the nonprofit, but did you have any experience beforehand in no. the nonprofit
3: world? I did not. It was destined to be. Um, I actually became a 501c3 in March of this year, and, and you know, it takes like seven to 12 months.
1: Okay, can we give that up? Can we give her a hand for that? <laughs>
3: And I Acting just, quickly. Yes, I feel like the passion, the drive. I've always been, like you said, like an advocate for a lot of things. I've done marches and walks and a lot of things. But this put the fire under me even more because there, this is happening every day. Gun violence is real. And um, the Brady Law is not working. Um, the background checks aren't working. Um, you can get, like, what I did, my research. Um, a person can purchase a handgun, um, one out of five handguns are being purchased by people that shouldn't have handguns, and they're doing the background checks, but they're getting through the cracks some kind of way, and then we got to think about, you do, you know, I'm not against the second amendment, right, but a lot of times in the homes, there are guns, and people are getting killed by accidental gunshots, and children, and things of that nature, and domestic you don't need violence. This. She don't
1: need these notes. <laughs> she got it down, y'all.
3: <laughs> domestic violence is real. So people are not only you know using these guns to use it against domestic violence. They're using it for suicide, and we have to put a stop to it. Yeah.
1: So, did you have any government experience before that? I wanted to ask you that question. Any government? Any legal experience? Any lobbyists? N- none of that. No. The reason why I asked that is because. One of the things that I always say is that people do not become an advocate until they've been affected by something. Absolutely. And it's sad that we have to go that route in order to make change. But I am so happy and excited that so many of us now know that we have the power to do something like that. So first of all, the fact that you're standing here, you're not crying because I was going to I'm glad, gladly (laughs) I heard this story before you guys did. And I almost cried just talking to her sister over there. You could feel the passion. You could feel the energy. And for that, I know you are going to be successful. Thank we you. We got it. Is there any way that anyone in this room can help you get involved with your organization? Do you mm-hmm. have any upcoming events? Yes. Any um, You have a gala, right? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about the gala?
3: The All Wake Gala is um, in honor of my son, um, Shaquille T. Turner, and the lives that were lost due to senseless violence. Mm -hmm. It's called Your Wings Were Ready, But Our Hearts Were Not, Mm -hmm. and it's to honor him and many lives that were lost, and um, it's August the 25th. We're still trying to finish up the itinerary, but there will be tickets sold. Um, Please check us out at hrmass.org. I mean, and let me say that again, .org, and also hr.mass at facebook.com and Instagram. Um, we will be posting up-and-coming events as well. I'm also doing something for Seiko in Military Circle Mall, July 28th, to bring awareness as well. And I'm thankful that he brought me on to this. We're so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, there will be more information and tickets to sell. Um but we are looking for volunteers. Um, donations are accepted as well to go, you know, for the outreach, anything that we do in the community as well. I'm passionate about this because, like I said, it's happening every day. Every time you turn on the news, our areas of impact are the seven cities of the Eastern Shore, and we plan on, you know, moving out further. So
1: that is awesome. Thank you. So I want you guys to. I know some of you guys still have your cell phones out. If you could please log on to Facebook right now, get on your like Instagram it. right now, make sure you like and there is a new feed there's a feature on Facebook for those of you who don't know because I know that we all come to these types of events and we get inspired and then we go home and we keep going about our regular day to day life. If you could please when you go like her page. When you hit follow, hit see first so that you can see all of her updates and get information on the events that they have going on. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming today. We so appreciate you. We wish you all the luck in the world, and if there's anything that S- the Sankofa team can do to help you, you let us know.
3: Absolutely. All I right. appreciate it. Thank well, you. Well, thank you so much. You guys give it up.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Dicenzo, all right? Good evening, everyone. How are we all
0: doing? All right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, tonight I'm going to talk about something, and, and what I like to do, um, they they made the mistake before giving me the microphone and I usually get yanked because I go for five minutes. So I'm trying to create these little five minute slices of training. Um, just little t- types of classes I teach, but really just the core of the class. Here's five minutes of training. Here's something you can pop, pop in your pocket, take it with you, use it as you want to use it. And one of the books that I've been, really been focusing on with a lot of companies, I'm sure everyone's heard Think Outside of the Box, right? Oh, I gotta think outside of the box, right? Everyone's heard that before. Yeah. I challenge you guys to think inside the box. What? 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 <laughs> think inside the box, right? So this there's a great book it's called Think Inside the Box, Build Your World From Within. And what it talks about is before you start thinking outside of the box, stay within your resources and stay inside the box and build your foundation. So build that foundation with the resources you have. Don't overextend yourself until you have that foundation. Once that foundation is built, then there's a concept called thinking above the line and thinking below the line. Anyone hear this before? You did this one in training? It's a wonderful training. And it's all about what? It's all about where is your mind, right? Everyone every single day is either above the line or below the line. Yep, exactly. So above the line are people that, you it's it's the day that's the good day, right? You get up, you got the cartoon birds chirping around your head and the springtime day out and everything's wonderful. And then the other days that you wake up, sometimes you're what? Yeah, sometimes you're below the line. And that's okay, we're all human. We're all gonna be below the line sometimes. But the key is, is once you identify that you're below the line, should you be having critical conversations that we talked about earlier, if you're below the line? Not the right time. Get yourself back above the line before you have those critical conversations, because what happens, it could be the same conversation, but it could come out in what? Two different ways. Anyone ever had that happen? Yeah, right? Really, really easy to be done. And, and, it's, and it's really all about your frame of mind when you had the conversation. You didn't mean for it to come across the wrong way, you just had a bad day, right? So when you need to have those critical conversations, when you need to have those upbeat conversations, I always use kids as an example, right? Raising up children, right? Because I know I had lots of days where my mom was below the line, right? You knew she loved you, but it was a below the line conversation. Right and and mom had a lot on her. She had a lot to carry, right? And you know, I, I challenge everyone to talk about the above the line, below the line with their children too, because the same thing could happen with the kids back up to the parents. They could be having a bad day, and you don't realize it. So there's a time to have the conversations and above the lines. So I'm going to ask this real quick. I know I'm probably going over my time already. Um, above the line behavior. So how do you identify when you you yourself? are above the line. I want to hear it. I want to hear from you guys. How do you How do you identify it? It's above the line day. You woke up in a good mood. You woke up in a good mood. How else? What is that? Yeah, you hit your goals for the day. So you sat down, you set goals, you had a plan, so you were proactive. What else? Energized. You got some pep in your step, right? That's the day you walk in the office and you're up and you're moving. You're like, hey, good morning, hey, hey. And they're all looking at you like, go away, right? (laughs) What else? How else can you identify when you're above the line? Just Just a simple smile, right? Try that on for size. People at my office think I'm crazy. They do. They do. And they really do, right? Because I'm usually just got this big old smile on my face, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm I'm happy to be here." Right? Have about below the line. How do we identify when we're below the line? Moody, grumpy, cranky. Yep. You know what? I'd rather stay in bed. Right? You just know. You just know for some reason you're below the line. That's when you need to reach really deep inside of you guys and, and pull out from somewhere a positive resource. Now I have a friend who I trained with for years, Deb Winkler, we've been friends for almost 30 years. And when I have my below the line moments, that's my person I call. Right, I'm like, Deb, I'm below the line. Help me get, help me get back up. And She's like, what's wrong? All right, I'm like, I don't know. I'm just seeing everything negative right now. Right, I'm just having a really tough day. I'm just really going through something bad at work, right? Or in a relationship, or something's not right. Something's not right with me right now. So that's my resource. And she'll do the same thing with me. We have the agreement. So, find when you when you know you're below the line. Number one, don't have critical conversations. Number two, get yourself back up above the line. Find that positive source because once you live above that line, you're proactive you wake up in a good mood, you feel the pressure off your shoulders, all of a sudden, all the other conversations you have during that day are what? Yeah, they're positive, right? They're better. So when you have that critical conversation with someone, and you're having that critical conversation, and you're above the line, see now y'all got the switch turned on. (laughs) It takes a little while. But you're above the line, it turns into, gosh, I care a lot about you. I care a lot about our relationship. Is this a good time to have a conversation with you about a few things that's been going on? Are you in a good place? Because I know I'm in a good place. Let's talk, right? Is this the right time? Are you in the right place? Are you in the right frame of mind? Make sure both parties are in the right frame of mind when you have those critical conversations. That was just perfect how it just just blended right in with what you had to say earlier. So two things, think inside your box. Don't go too far out of it until you have your, your foundation done. And then also identify yourself when you're above and below the line. If you're below, get back up, right, and get back above that line. Thank you. Go. 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 Nothing can stop me. I'm all, I'm all the way up. All the way up. All the way up. All up. I'm all the way
1: up. Where's that? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh, I just wanted to segue. I wanted to add something to what this guy said. And I always say this, every single time that we are here, and I just want you guys to repeat after me really quick, GoFundMe is not insurance.
2: GoFundMe is not insurance.
1: Say it one more time. GoFundMe Go is not, not insurance. insurance. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Sexy chocolate. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment where we get a chance to... Oh, you still talking? One more thing. All right, so keep, I, keep talking. So I
1: typically give a business tip at the beginning of this, and I know that there are some business consultants here in the room. One of my favorite ones are sitting right back there, Mr. Terrell. Um, you guys can go and check him out. You definitely—that's somebody who you definitely want to sit down and have a conversation with. He just had a book that came out. Um, but my business tip for this, or for this entire month, and I want you to use it for the rest of this year, is talking about conflict. Now, when we hear conflict, a lot of times the first thing that pops into our mind is it's negative. Conflict does not have to be negative. I once had a communications professor, and he told me that he met his wife on Match.com. She moved across the country to come and be with him, and then her parents followed suit. So her entire family started to move here to Virginia where he was so that they can be with them. Well, they would have all of their events at this, at the dad's house every single time that there was a holiday. Well, they finally bought a house and the husband told his wife, he said, I would really love an opportunity to be able to host, our house is beautiful. They built that house from ground up. Everything inside of that house they chose. Well, he just decided, well, you know what? I am just going to invite everybody over to his house, to our house and I'll let your dad be mad. Now, this had gone on for several years. Well, on Thanksgiving, the whole family comes over and the dad pulls the husband to the side and he told him, thank you so much. <laughs> I am tired of people thinking that my house is the place where we meet for every single holiday. I am so glad that you did that. You are now the new host. And I use that as an example because it's very important when we talk about conflict. A lot of times we hold things in. We tell our friend. We tell our co-worker. We tell our partner. We tell everybody but the person that we have the issue with. So everybody is talking about it except for the two people who need to communicate to have a better understanding of one another. And one thing that we need to do in our community, in all communities, is to communicate and to collaborate. Because partnerships mean everything. And we talked about that last month here at Sankofa. Partnerships, some of the largest companies you know, they partner Constantly with other brands for market share, for money, for so many different things. And so I just want to leave you guys with this. If you have an issue with someone, whether it's at your job, whether it's in your social circle, it's uh, with a client. Pull that person to the side. Find an opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with them to address the issue that you may or might may not even have so that you can continue to grow because Hampton Roads is small. All right. So moving on with the for this evening, we're going to go ahead and bring up Mr. J.R. Locke with, uh, what is it? I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> Look,
1: I told He told me to say PG-13, his kid's here. I was thinking something else. With Project Inclusion. <laughs> Please give it up for Mrs. J.R. Lock.
4: <laughs> Hello, everybody. Let's bless Miss Jasmine. Let's give her a big round of applause. She's been doing a great job here tonight. Thank you. And let's have it for Montego Grill. Let's give him a big hand for Montego Grill. Because look, for establishments like this, they didn't have to allow us to be here tonight. Is that right? Y'all agree? Yeah. So it's a blessing that they have the foresight to understand what community is all about. And I'm not going to be long because I have to go because I told my wife I'd be home already. But I do want to leave you guys with some information. How many have you heard of this organization here called Project Inclusion, raise your hand. (laughs) A few of you, a few of you. Well what if I told you that if you were buying a lottery ticket and somebody told you I can give you some numbers that's gonna enhance your chance of winning. Would you want to know what those numbers are? Yes,
0: sir. Uh,
4: well, think about if you wanted to have a park in your neighborhood, who would you go to? The city. the city. All right, now, we got some people to know what's going on. Well, Project Inclusion is a leadership and development program that's been in existence 22 years. It's an award-winning program that's been recognized by United Way of America as being one of the best practices for diversity programs in the nation. And I'm gonna show you something here that's gonna be very powerful. How many people in this room tonight is a graduate of Project Inclusion? Raise your hand. Look around, raise your hand. Now, these folks have taken advantage of this award-winning program. So what's going on with this award-winning program that you got five or six people in your midst that took 13 weeks, once a week, every Tuesday, from 3.30 to 5.30 to go through this leadership development program? Well, Jasmine talked about earlier conflict resolution. That's one of the classes that we teach in Project Inclusion. We teach multicultural sensitivity. We teach fiscal responsibilities, which basically is understanding the finances of a nonprofit. We teach the 10 basic responsibilities of being an effective board member. So those are the kinds of things that we teach in Project Inclusion. And as I tell people all the time, it doesn't really matter if you go on to serve on a board of directors or not. The things that you'll learn in Project Inclusion will make you a better individual. Because everybody in here is a leader. So this is a very comprehensive leadership development program that's gonna enhance your personal skills and your professional skills throughout your life. So if you're interested in project inclusion, only thing you have to do is see this lady right here, Miss Kenyatta Fauntleroy, and you can give her your name address, telephone number, email address, and we will put you on the list so that when the next class starts, because we only offer this class once a year, every February for 13 weeks. And we will make sure you get the information. Or you can go on the United Way of Southampton Roads website and go to the Project Inclusion page and you can go and enter your information and we'll send you the new application and brochure sometime in November. But I really appreciate the opportunity for Seiko allowing me to be here tonight. And as I close, I just want to say one thing. This is such a dynamic event. I mean, I've been through many networking affairs in the last 30 years that I've been involved with community. And it's going to be a powerful experience, I guarantee you. Thank you very much. All I do is win, 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 no
0: matter what Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step
1: up in the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there I can't move that much in this thing I can't
5: do that Alright, I'll be brief Again, if you haven't had a chance to be My name is Burr and I'm one of the co-founders of the Sankofa What used to be Business Network Now Network Thank you, Seiko. Um, just wanted to be brief. This platform is an opportunity for everyone to come here and amplify their voice. Um, the, new, the new medium by which businesses and organizations are getting attention um, for themselves is social media. And social media, let's, let's say specifically Facebook has a metric when it comes to video marketing called the three second view. People are only looking at your content, your business, your, your organization, your idea for three seconds. They're not really spending a whole lot of time. There's a lot of distraction, a lot of things pulling for their attention. So a platform like this gives you an opportunity to be in front of a captive audience uh, of people that aren't distracted and they're focused on who you are, what you're doing, where you're going to be, and how they can support you. So um, the next time you, you come out, please bring a friend. This is for you. Is We Don't Charge yet. <laughs> and um, Coming it's, soon. It's <laughs> Yeah, we don't, we don't charge yet. Uh, our vendors kind of help us with, with, with the cost, so to speak. And make sure you support the, um, the host business so uh, we can keep coming back. And, um, you know, come on out, amplify your voice. Again, bring a friend and share it as, as much as possible. I think the hashtag is The Sankofa Network, and that helps us to kind of get attention uh, on social media. Again, Bert Bergen, co-founder of Sankofa Network. Thank you.
0: this evening we are going to be giving away a lunch cruise on the Spirit of Norfolk, a voucher for two. So we're going to go ahead and pull the business card. So everyone that has a business card, they'll put one up here. We have it in the bag. We're going to pull a business card for a free voucher for a Spirit cruise for two. Um, to be used um, at time during the week or on the weekends, especially for Sunday brunch.
2: Hold up, did you say a spirit cruise? A spirit cruise. On the spirit of Norfolk? That's correct, sir. That's my man. Are <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: you ready?
5: Let's see.
0: Navy Housing Service Center. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop, what?
1: Let's turn up in two. Now, you guys know that we love to have fun here at Sankofa. We love to spread a message and help you grow your business. But I want to talk about something very serious before we leave this evening because of the people that we have in this room. Now, you guys heard me say earlier that a lot of advocacy comes from trauma. Trauma, pain, hurt, anger, confusion... And I wrote about this the other day um, some of you may have seen it But I know when I was growing up in the black household something was wrong with you Your mom would just turn around to ain't nothing wrong with you If you had something to talk about if something was happening at school I remember my, my daughter was talking about bullies And I remember my mom said the way that you deal with bullies is if somebody hit you If you don't hit them back, I'm gonna beat you Right? That was how we dealt with things in our household if you said something is going on, I want to talk about something in my household, my mom's thing would say, are you dying? Are you dying? Ain't nothing wrong with you. And I think one of the things that we need to address, especially in our community, is mental health. It's something that's swept under the rug often. And in our community right now, <laughs> I think the entire, whole, the entire black community is suffering from PTSD right now. And when you think about that, PTSD is is typically, it's affiliated with military members. Why? Because they spent a few months, maybe a few years in an environment where people were dying all around them, where there was so much confusion going on around them that they go back to regular life and it's difficult for them to be in a normal environment and live a normal life. A lot of us have grown up environments where it's not normal and people are dying all around us. And people are going to prison and being incarcerated and being harassed and, and killed by the police and nothing is happening. That is PTSD. It's a difficult thing to deal with. With everything that we have going on in our world right now, it is difficult. It is hard for me. I get on Facebook every day. I don't think there's a day that goes by that I'm not crying. Honestly, there's not one day that goes by that I'm not crying. I go through my spouts where I do have those those thoughts, and you're just so upset, and you just want to do something, and you want to. You're looking, and you're screaming in your head, and you're saying, "Oh my God, why isn't this changing? Why isn't this happening?" And you know, we had some um, celebrities who recently committed suicide, and it was in the news, and then it's and then a week after their suicide was over. You didn't hear about it. It was back to Cardi B's having a baby. and don't get me wrong, I love Cardi B. I love Beyonce. I love to dance. I love to turn up. But at the end of the day those are th- again, it's one of those things that we sweep under the rug we don't talk about. We don't check on our friends and guess what? you know I seen the mean going around check on your strong friends. Check on does not mean hey, how you doing? Check on means to call them, pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and call them. Go and see them. I am so tired of people celebrating and being upset and sad only at someone's funeral. That's the only time that we acknowledge what someone meant to us. What they brought into our lives. I could go on about this, y'all. I'm rambling. (laughs) But... Um, I want to leave you guys. There's a bunch of organizations in the room who have been formed based on the trauma that they've experienced in their life. And I want everybody to make sure that they get in contact with the organizations that are in this room today. If you don't know where to start, if trauma hasn't happened to you in your life yet, where you want to get up and be an advocate, I encourage you to sit down and have a conversation with one of these ladies. If you haven't, get in contact with the people over at Project Inclusion to see how you can get involved in your community because... It's a lot going on, and we, are, we have so much work to do in our community, and we need everybody's help. We need all the help that we can get. So I don't care what you like, <laughs> I don't care if you've been through something, you haven't been through something, please, before you leave, sit down and have a conversation to see how you can get involved with any of these organizations today. Don't like. Don't just like them on Facebook. Do not leave this building without sitting down and talking to one of these ladies at this table, please. All right. You turn that sad-ass ASPA music off, Boy. You know ASPA do make a lot of money. You know I looked at their numbers.
3: Stay flush. Stay flush. Stay flush.